about time for somebody's favorite radio program. And now, emanating from our basement studios. I've never seen contraptions with so many buttons and knobs and dials before. This is WADD Talk Radio with Bill Neville. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Patrick Heenahan. I work with him and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. And Sean Heenahan. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Okay. Let's go. I almost feel like I should have made a special intro for this show because this is episode 50. XL. It's actually, it's actually L, isn't it? L. I'm a fucking idiot. XL is yes, 40. L for loser. That's me. <laughs> An extra loser. God, I'm so stupid. Super Bowl 50, episode 50. Oh, man. It seems like it seems like it's been a long time coming for this show. Uh, we should have made it a, f- a few weeks back, but we missed a few episodes over the last year or so. But, you know, it is what it is. Life gets in the way, and life finds a way, I guess. You know what? We'll have episode 50 on the night we all win the fucking lotto, baby. Powerball. Powerball. I sure hope so, buddy. God. That would be fun. Well, I do. I am part of a group of twenty different number, twenty different sets of numbers. So, statistically speaking, I think I'm a shoe in for the win. Yes, yeah, so I think. You're, oh, Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> Bill. Uh, we have we did with the traffic department at our office. And yes, there was eighty eight numbers. I think. Was I it? believe so. Yes, yeah, eighty eight numbers. Then I bought two because uh, I actually won four dollars on the first drawing. Yeah. Won four bucks. I got That's the, pretty. I got, I got the yeah. Powerball number. What? Oh, just the Powerball number. Just the Powerball number. Yep, number thirteen. Christine's favorite number. Lucky so, thirteen. Uh, I won the four dollars, so naturally I just bought two more Powerball numbers. So that's so in one of your sets of numbers you got one number. Yes. And, and won four dollars. Okay. Yeah. Thirteen. And what's two what's two numbers? Um eight dollars. Yeah, uh, it goes weird like that. Yeah. If you get just the Powerball, it's four bucks. And then if you get one number in the Powerball, it's still four bucks. It's the power, oh the Powerball is the quick pick number? The the, the last number in the, the last parentheses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like threw in for this, and I'm like, wait, I have no idea what's going yeah. on here. Well, Powerball used to not be uh, available in, in Massachusetts until three or four years ago. Really? Well, thank God. Yeah, right? Well, I can't understand that, because isn't Massachusetts, like, I've well, never seen more people play scratchies and in, in lotto than in Massachusetts in my life. Yeah. Also, when I'm trying to buy my coffee in the morning, it's like, hey, dude, you can move to the side and, and scratch <laughs> off your tickets. You don't have to stay right. Right, stay in line. And the thing, Kaya 13, like, sir... I have a dollar. I want coffee. Get out of my way. Seriously. So what I when the one I got with just the Powerball, I was uh, it was the odds were uh, one in thirty nine. Wow. Oh, so not too bad. No. Um, so if you get one of the regular numbers on the Powerball, it's four dollars. If you just get the Powerball, it's four dollars. If you get three numbers, it's seven dollars. If you get three numbers and the Powerball, it's a hundred. For the numbers, it's a hundred. Um, and then it gets starts getting nice. If you get four numbers and the Powerball, it's a uh, fifty grand. And if you get all five numbers, not the Powerball, if you get all five numbers, that's a million. And that actually, someone did win that last drawing oh, they in Massachusetts. Did. A couple of people. Um, oh, did. really? There was about $300 million given out uh, yeah, in that. But the, uh, but the Powerball didn't hit. No, Powerball didn't hit. And, and what's the total up to now? Uh, one point here. Let's see here. $1.5 billion. Billion dollars. A nine, $930 million cash value after all. All taxes said and done, you're probably getting like 500 something. It was like 560, I think. Yeah. So 560 million dollars. You want to know Can the you odds? Believe that? Yeah. Never tell me the odds. Wait, okay, um, May the odds one, be in your favor. One in 292 million, 201,338. So that's one, that's less than, or it's just a little bit more than one person. Out of the population of the United States of America. Do you see these idiots who are like, why don't they just distribute that money and everyone gets a million dollars? Do like, you know math? No. <laughs> when I saw that, no, I literally spit out my coffee because I because I was like checking Facebook. No, man, do the math, bro. I, do the math. I did. You can't even buy a fucking Subway sandwich. With right. What you can't that. even get a $5 foot long for the $4.33 you're going to win with but that. But that's why you got to love social media. It weeds out all the fucking idiots. Oh, my God, yes, Excuse my does. language. I shouldn't swear. No, you but shouldn't. Kind of the lottery also do the same thing. They yeah, tax that's how, on the that's how they tax the poor. Yeah, the <laughs> tax on the, the dumb. But I can't believe anyone's. Like, well, if it's a, you, it's like, good lord, you, don't, you literally don't, you, don't know yeah. basic. Don't math. you mean a tax on the? Dum-dum. 
Yeah, hey. I like that. Um, yeah, it, you know what? The reason I'm doing it, it, it's almost more of like the power of the people or peer pressure type of thing where it's like everyone it's else is doing it. You know, I'm going to do it. And you know what? It, in the office it's pool. fun to have the small talk with the people at work about what it. What you do if you go? Yeah, exactly. It's fun to daydream but like that. But then, but then after you lose, there's that sinking feeling of just like, Nope, still broke. This sucks. Yeah. You know, like, it would be nuts you're buying be... cars in your mind. You're going, ooh, what island do I want to buy? And you know, five hundred million. And, and Christine says she was doing the math or whatever. She was telling us before the show where if you you play the cards right, invest a lot of the money, you could potentially turn that into six hundred thousand dollars a month. That's insane. In, 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 interest. in interest alone. That's so asinine. So well, apparently, what you do is you as soon as you win it, you you turn it over and you sign the back of it, so that's yours. Right. So no one can take it. Um, I'm sure they're going to try. Um, a, you keep your goddamn mouth shut until you cash it. Right. And then... Which would be really hard. Excuse me. Really hard to do. Really hard to do. Hey, did you hit the I, number? I think... <laughs> no? I think I could hold it. <laughs> but then off. again, I would, I would literally... I mean, I wouldn't go to work tomorrow. I'd be like, yeah, fucking sue me. I could pay you back. I would show up to work <laughs> with no pants on. Yeah. Just this, this is the way I'm going out. But then I was like, oh, well, you got to keep your... If you win that, like, you got to keep your job for sanity... And then I was like, think about it. I was like, no, my job will be had, on airplanes. If I had that in flying. the bank, and I'm and I force myself to get up at seven in the morning, no, like, no, no way that's happening. If I wanted to work, if I wanted to work part time somewhere, it would at minimum start at eleven a.m. Every day is Saturday. Yeah, every but you'd day you'd go crazy is Saturday. Man. No, oh, that. I would go no nuts. Way. You need something. You'd be crazy like, to travel to every spot yeah, in the world and take pictures and blog love. about it. And there's so much like. The, the access, especially oh, nowadays, the traveling would be amazing, just, oh, and that's what I would so do. Right. I go everywhere, yeah. But and you're not even, and you're not just going there and slumming it, you're right? Going you're, there, you're going in style, king style, right? Every fucking time. And I like to say, like, oh, the people blew their money. You know, you hear the horror stories of people just blowing their money, like, oh, they always got the most lavish stuff, and you, and I was like, well, you know, I wouldn't go. No, you go nuts. Like, you have to. Like we like were at the you auto- have to spend your money. You have to get the most lavish stuff because why not? Yeah, we were at the auto show today, setting up uh, for some of our broadcasts this weekend, <laughs> I Bill. That. And, I and, get that. I get that. And then, well, that was the thing. And I'm looking. I was like, I'm looking at this GMC Denali. I'm like, if I won, I'd probably get something you know conservative like that. And, da, da, da. and I'm thinking about. It, I'm like. Fuck no! I'd get that five hundred thousand dollar Lambo that pulled in. Sean, I Snapchat it, dude. You see yeah, that thing? Oh my god! Oh baby, was that beautiful? I was um, thinking I would get the most souped up Audi A8. Yeah, with Quattro because you know, it's like a, it's a little spaceship because it's a literal spaceship inside. It's amazing, and like especially up here, like you can drive on snow, like it's no problem. You get the best tires, everything. Exactly. I'd get the same people who make the president's limo. You know what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. like, have you ever seen the, the door? It's like a bank vault door. It's Seriously. Like a, that's what I would have because I'd feel so safe. Um, then you need to. You'd be a target. Pay off sure. every bill, you know, all the student loans, all the, well, A, 75% of that money goes right, in, well, half probably into like a trust fund so that it sits well. Invest a lot of it. And then what? You have like $4 million, $5 million to fuck around with. You know, to keep all the right. Re- I mean, that's hard to spend $5 million. It's yeah. Right. I don't think you could do it. Without being total dick about sure. everything that you buy, but if someone oh. if someone hits on this, obviously it'll be the biggest of all time. I think uh, I think it's, it's going to have to. Eventually, it will. Eventually, someone will have to hit it, right? Because it'll just keep going more and more and more and more. Yeah. So uh, the second, or at least after tonight's hopeful win for us, um, the next one is six hundred and fifty-six million, and that was back in March of two thousand twelve. Um, but that was only in Kansas, uh, Illinois, and Maryland. Uh, so Weird. So it's called three people it hit it? Mega Millions. Um, no, wow. it's just where they were sold. Um, and that was the largest payout. Ended up being $474 wow. million, uh, which is just, That's just, just crazy. insanity. Yeah, but it's just amazing to see them on the Wikipedia page with all the lottery stuff. It's so funny to see that second place. The first place is $1.5 billion Powerball, January 13th. And just... Already, it's it's more than double right. of so, the actual cash in millions. 930 so million. Even a million dollars to us would change our lives. <laughs> you know 500 I mean? grand would change my life yeah. completely. Yeah, we were talking about that. Like, at which level would you be able to completely quit your job and be fine? Because if not, you win a million, a million, that's what I'm saying. Million. It's not a million. It's a million, you're comfortable the rest of your life. Five million? You know, because yeah. the key is the key is obviously even with a million, you're still getting a good amount of interest if you right. put most of it in a bank. If you, you invest wisely, exactly, and you can make enough set. money. Yeah, it's also crazy because we hear about. Um, I mean, dude, million dollars 
is nuts. To, uh, that's crazy amount of money. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we live in a world where we hear about, you know, like, oh, you know, he signed a contract for such and such million, you know, a couple hundred million dollars or whatever. And you're and when it's just talked about so easily like that, you know, you know, I'm talking about like sports player salaries yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that and all these winnings. It's kind of like, oh, you only want a million. But no, like a million changes your life. Yeah, like that's absolutely I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah, so, you know, obviously, you know, us three, along with millions and millions and millions of other people, will just be disappointed tonight at 11 o'clock. But you know what? It's fun to dream, you know? You got to be in it to win it, as uh, the New New Jersey Lottery used to say to us. I remember those commercials. You got to be in it to win it, which makes sense. So uh, they definitely got us, but, uh, you know... Obviously, wild card weekend last weekend, so there are some teams that are in it to win it now. You got to play uh, to win some some good games. Uh, you know, pump for this Patriots Chiefs game. It's going to be good. I'm scared, man. Yeah, and that's what, and that's Chiefs why I'm very hot. excited about it. Yeah, you should be exactly. How many other times when you see the Patriots rolling in the playoffs or as they usually do, you're like, fine, you know, fine. It's going to be tough for that other team. This is one of those where you're sitting back and going. They could lose. They got to earn see it. Them, if they yeah. win, then that uh, um, I think they're obviously they're gonna have to earn that win. Yep, and that'll help them roll maybe into the you know whoever have to they have to play in the AFC Championship. But you got you got Edelman back. Yep, you Edelman Amendola is gonna be back to- healthy. Yep. Will Chandler Jones be? Yeah, yeah I mean, not tripping his balls off walking to a hospital no, at seven thirty in the morning. Who knows what's gonna come of that? It's well, so I weird. mean, he didn't have anything. It's, he didn't commit any crimes. He didn't do anything. That we think. It's just shady. 7.20-something in the morning, you're yeah. admitting yourself to a hospital by walking there? No, 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 no. He walked, because he only lives, I think he lives not even a mile from the Foxborough police station. Um, so I think he was disoriented. Um, Lou Merloni's source said that he was all jammed up. Like, he's very disoriented The in the 911 call, or the, the dispatch calls. It was like, do we have a confused party? What pill did he take? Like, what? They what think it is synthetic marijuana. So, I guess. What are you doing? I don't like, know. We just talked about this last week with, with, um, with, uh, Manziel. Yeah, exactly. Isn't I that, even, a, isn't that a suspendable offense, though? I mean, it's not illegal. Unless uh, marijuana is not illegal in the NFL? I mean, it's not an illegal drug. You can buy it at least. Uh, if it's not on the list, then it's a league thing. And if Chandler Jones, I don't think, has had any substance abuse no, he hasn't. problems. So you can't get suspended. Um, the only time you can get suspended if you if it's after your first offense. So the first offense with if it's non performance enhancing drugs, if it's like you know as they say, street drugs or recreational drugs. Um, you just get put into the program, and you don't miss hmm. anything. You don't. You know everything. I mean, team wise, they could. It's a league. I guess it's a league decision, and then from there, the team can decide what they want to do. But I mean, if they don't have to do anything, I'm sure they're not going to suspend Chandler Jones again when they have to go against the Chiefs. When, so, it, when it comes down to it, it's just like, guy, what are you doing? Seriously, it's synthetic marijuana, and your team's about to start the playoffs. Like, what the hell are you I doing? Mean, he was at the workouts. It's you know. Whatever time he had a report, he was you know in there on Monday morning, ready to go. And I guess the other thing is like, oh, he was at like Gronk's house or something like that. Gronk wasn't oh, even oh, shut up. Gronk was in Florida, and then apparently the cop that like he was like, I left my house unlocked and my keys or everything are on my counter. And then the you hear the dispatch or the the guy that went to the officer that went to his house was like, all right, I'm here. I grabbed his keys, locked his door, and. Yeah, there's definitely some class D delta going on. Like, so just let them know. And then that basically means like he smelt marijuana or like smoke like like that and was like that's what's happening. So, he just got re- he just Chandler Jones just got some of that fucking crazy kush or something and just went crazy. Well, I think he's smoking he, synthetic marijuana because he can't be smoking real marijuana because he might get tested. And then that's would be and that's sh- and that stuff doesn't show up with tests. I know that's because why people it's smoke not marijuana because it's, it's not it's, actually it's, it's, it's just like a plant that they spray like, with chemicals and when you smoke it those chemicals and it like, comes from like China. I guess there's like rat poison and dog it, it, shit it, it, and like all these sense. crazy. Why yeah. do drugs anyway? You just wait, can you wait three weeks? Wait a month. Exactly. Wait a month. And then you can smoke as many blunts as you want, bro, buddy. Exactly. Like, it doesn't matter. Dip it. In Apparently that's what they do after the NFL season. Teams have marijuana parties at like some dudes. House that doesn't shock me at and all. And they, they, like, oh, strippers me, and everything. I no, can they see no it. catered food and then like all the video games in the world and they have like huge Dude, setups and stuff. Yeah, man, as long as, long you as you're can, just stopping you in uh, May or, or April before training camp starts for about a month, you're, you're probably be good, right? 
But and just, a lot of guys, it's come out. Wait? A lot of guys that are retired, they're like, in the offseason, I don't want to be taking pain pills when I'm hurt. They're like, if marijuana helps, I'm going to be smoking marijuana. Like, because that does manage my pain. Sure. And a lot of the guys are like, yeah, if I smoke, I'm not going to go out and go drinking and, and go clubbing and where, and then I could get in trouble somehow. But it is like, dude, come on, man. And also, Foxborough, the chief of Foxborough police is also the head of security at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> so there was definitely some cover up happening. Oh, definitely. And it seems like Dennis and Cal- it seems like all EEI guys, Dennis and Callahan or Chris Curtis, who runs the Dennis and Callahan show Twitter handle, who's their producer, who's. Um, not a, not a dingling. Yeah, he's, he's a, not he, in high, the words of all of them a dink. Yeah, he is a dink. He's a fucking <laughs> doughy dink. Yeah. Um, he like and then he retracted one of them because he had a use a Gronk's house or some shit. So <sighs> anything, it's like, dude, you're putting weird. Like, why even? I mean, I g- guess you want to like be on like first story so everyone lists. Like everyone lists. Like you have your you have your listeners anyway. It's not like you're gonna drive anything new. Only anything bad can happen from that, right? And it's like you're taking the focus away from the game again, well, and it's your and it's and all you guys, all it seems like the Boston media was doing last year was like, can we stop talking about the flake gates? Like taking away from you know the game or whatever. And right. They, they, they turn around and they, they do it themselves. And so once I the, don't know. and once uh, another annoying. source or or uh, the other media debunks your story, you just look like an asshole. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. Why then, throw shots in the dark when you're you know that ninety nine percent of the time they're not going to hit. And and the. The usual things like, oh, Dennis Gallagher, those race, you know, those like racist fucks, you know, they, you know, who gives a shit what they say? They don't want to admit a hand's an asshole and this and that. So it's like, I, what? I don't know. I didn't listen, so I would have loved to hear Minahan go in on C- Curtis because I bet, yeah. I almost guarantee he did. Yeah, right. Mike Mike Reese from ESPN. Uh, he's an ESPN very reliable and, source. Yeah, he said that uh, most likely had a bad reaction to a, a substance that's not illegal. He just had a bad reaction to to something. Um, he didn't overdose. Uh, yeah, he said. You know, the Globe pills. reported it was synthetic marijuana, which isn't illegal in the state. Um, but I was just on the NFL uh, banned substances, and I couldn't see anything else either. Yeah, um, that has anything to I do guess with another, synthetic marijuana. What you made a good point. I guess another thing is that he could be um, taking trying like a sleeping pill, like an Ambien or something like that, and then you know you can woke become, up feeling you like can shit. become very disoriented yeah. from that kind of stuff. You can have allergic reactions to painkillers. That sometimes can happen like that, and he is nursing. He is going through an injury, so you don't really know. That's the other thing is it's like if it wasn't illegal, not this, not that, then it's kind of – and he showed up to work, you know, showed up to work, and it's not affecting his work, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. But it most certainly is right now. And for people to try to make that association that he was at Gronk's house or anything like that, I mean, you were saying it earlier when we were in the car going to the audio show, um, Gronk may seem like this party animal – but when it comes down to business, that guy is all business. That's uh, his parties are fun and they're dancing girls and like that. But he's not snapping lines of cocaine off of girls' no, vaginas. He's never done. He doesn't like, smoke. No, he doesn't do drugs. And he's, he's never saying. been a detriment to the team. Never. So he's. So I can see why. Like, okay, let's go to Gronk's house because it's fun and we know we can get the girls right, over there. Apparently, his house is awesome. Oh, I, I could. Pro- I could bet. I bet. That's I could like love a mile from the stadium many, or something. Okay, like that. Uh, over under stripper poles in the basement. I'm saying three. three I'm 0. saying 5. over. <laughs> uh, but um, it, okay, so yeah, like you know, the cats away, the mice shall play. Almost, you know, Gronk's. You know, you always can come to my house. They're like, it's right, probably well, an open let's house. Let's yeah. go over there. He, we know he's in Florida visiting his mother. But and apparently, he was smoking cancer his, kids. And apparently, stuff. it was like he was at his house. I don't. So who really knows what's going on? But um, so obviously, Kansas City Chiefs destroyed the Houston Texans. Because Brian Hoyer was the best team for the Chiefs, even though he's the quarterback for the Texans. Yeah, that that whole situation was in shambles anyway. That was the worst playoff performance I've ever oh my seen God. a team. Hey, I can't even believe that Texans. And then JJ Walker hurt to top it all off. And he ran. The, they put him in the Wildcat and in like the goal they, yeah. Line. They, they put Vince Wilfork in what fullback you, and JJ Watt in his, his what direct are you snap doing quarterback. Running a preseason play in the first playoff game that you guys have had in X amount of years. And it's like at home, you're getting embarrassed. And then the next play, Hoyer throws pick. It's, right, he made so many terrible decisions. Yep, it's ridiculous. And hey, that did bolster what the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs dominated. They what was that? The final score thirty, 30 nothing. Thirty nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, the Patriots aren't going to come close to what the Texans are doing. So it is going to be interesting that way. I mean, you're you're not facing Brian Hoyer this week if you're since if you're Kansas City, but. Um, they, I mean, they're on a hell of a hot streak. What is it, 11 in a row coming into this game? Yeah. 
Isn't that impressive? They, they started what one in five, and they've won every game since. Is that I what believe? it is? That's impressive. Yeah, and and that. you know what? And they have that uh, playoff win taste in their mouth. And sure, the Patriots don't. This is their first playoff game. And the Patriots haven't tasted game, a lot of victory it is, recently. It is a new season in the playoffs, you know. And this sure. other, this it's other a new team roster has, for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but it's a, in a good way, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, in, yeah, in a yeah. positive way. <laughs> Um, Steelers Bengals game was pretty boring. I think for for the main like, until the end until the end. Yeah, it was. But it was, it was a lot of, of those... stupid chippy football that it's that you just shake your head. Oh, I want just... I want to get your guys' thoughts on what happened with uh, the last thirty yards of penalties that the, that Cincinnati got. Did you guys see what Pac Man Jones did? Because I didn't see anything as far as him pushing Joey Porter or. Pushing somebody else, then he they got the extra fifteen. Push Joey Porter and Joey Porter's uh, with the linebackers coach yeah. for uh, the Steelers. Hey, Joey Porter's not supposed to be on the field. No, um, which that why that fifteen yards. And I'm not defending Pac-Man Jones in any way because he's a shithead. But yeah, um, but I th- I didn't think they deserved that extra fifteen yards. I think there is that line between players and coaches and refs. Players can push players, and they'll be like, all right. But as soon as I mean, you saw the coach. Shove uh, or grab by the hair too yeah. in, in earlier in the game. Mike Munchak, Mike Munchak, and he got the flag thrown on him. So I think when it comes to that, the refs do not do, don't mess around. Right. When you know when there's some extracurricular after the play, you know they just step in between. Hey guys, go back. And if it happens a couple times, then the flag is thrown. Right. Um. But yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. No. I think the biggest the, asshole was Von uh, Vontez Perfect. Exactly. What, what are you yeah, doing, that, bro? Oh. What if that phone? What if you weren't down and then you ran back and that's a safety? Because you oh ran the other God, way. That's all what I could think f- of when I saw him running into the locker room. I'm like, oh, going. Jesus. Should have been a penalty. That, that's just such a lack of discipline overall by the team. Yeah. I, it was, You've got a minute 50 on the clock. Why are you running into the locker room? Stop being a fucking moron. And then people are like, oh, they should be kneeing it instead of putting, instead of, because, you know, if you run the ball, you know, and obviously they fumbled. but And that's how the Steelers were able to get in position to win the game. But it's also, I just don't. Obviously, you're not going to throw it, but it's like you you play the game the way it's supposed to be played. You don't just keep kneeing. You get the one first down, and then it's absolutely game over. Right. But it's like that, too. It's holding on the ball, getting down. doesn't matter. You don't have to fight for that extra yard because you're winning. I just There's just so much dumb football that you're, you're staring at your screen like, what the hell is going on? Right. Yeah, it's giving it a bad name because the, the lay person watching it takes that and that goes onto their that fuels their fire of it's not like the playoffs know, are any but, different uh, from the way that the whole season has been going this this year yeah. just awful and awful I, disgusting ugly football and going into the AFC playoffs uh, Pittsburgh was the team that really scared me the most I don't that I didn't want to see in the playoffs so I was rooting hard for Cincinnati but that me last that, that last five season. minutes made me so glad that Pittsburgh won because number one Vontae's perfect and number two Pac-Man Jones never get to get their hands on Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski. So yes, it's good very point. good very point. happy about that. Yeah, and we very good. You point. don't have to worry about the Steelers too cuz Big Ben's hurt. He's gone, you know. He uh, what he hurt his collarbone he or shoulder or I guess there's a partial tear in his shoulder. Oof. Mm. Um he did not practice. Did go down weird. They yeah. Um, and I guess he said, he's like, you know, uh, I can play hurt. I've done it before, but he's like, it comes to a certain point. If I can't throw the ball 30 yards, he goes, I'm, I'm hurting my team. Right. So he goes, you know, we'll make the decision later in the week. He's not, they probably said he's probably not going to throw until Friday. Now, who is their backup again? I can't remember off the top um, of my head. Tommy Maddox? No. <laughs> Cordell Stewart. Well, I was going to say Cordell Stewart. <laughs> um, I can't think of his name. He came into the game, but the is only it, reason why. Mike he, Vick is there. No, he's, but he's third, third string. Yeah, I know he's third string. Um. Charlie Batch, that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's Christ. not. I gotta look it up because it's gonna bug me. Um, all right, yeah, we can go. We can go back to that. But yeah. did you guys like? Very rare do you watch a football game and hurt for everyone out there. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like usually, you know, football you want to hit, dude. You watched the fucking Seahawks and Vikings game. How cold oh. it was. Because Sean and I, we played. What's the worst thing to happen to you in cold weather football? And I'll answer it for you. It's when your toe gets stepped on by someone else's or cleat. Or you get a cleat to the shin. It is the it's the worst pain ever. Or you get your like pain or like you think and it's almost like you, you uh, your hands or any of your fingers get in between the face mask or anything like that. Oh, and yeah. You get almost like you punch a face mask by mistake. Yep. Oh, my God, does that hurt. And I don't care how manly you are, and I don't care how much of a hero you think you are. If you're not wearing sleeves Richard in German. minus three, you're a fucking idiot. Richard are you talking Tr- players or are you talking players? Fans? No, players. You're an idiot. Minus three D- is going to affect your skin either way. I can way. understand because you're literally running... 
you're you're going full speed constantly, and that heat, and you're you're generating a lot of heat. Regardless, though, at the, but as soon as you come off, you got to get the jacket on, obviously, at, to keep your heat. At that point, when you're sweating out, it's going to freeze on your body, and it's going to affect your skin. You're going to get frostbite if you have it open that long in minus the, degree weather. Yeah, you're right. You're uh, an idiot. I, I think well, yes, you're an I'm idiot. I'm not disagreeing but with I, you at all. I think some of them do it because I was myself the same way. I never oh, wore you sleeves. Wore a shirt. You, well, I never wore sleeves throughout um, the whole season. Throughout in the whole New season York. because it was more of a superstitious thing. Not, I didn't. I didn't like. The, it made me feel weird. It was yeah. different, so it just threw off everything. And especially professional players, you know, creatures of habit. Very, very big creatures. No, of I habit. mean, I get that. Yeah, and I get the fact that it's easier to tackle if you have sleeves on. And you know what? And and you know they don't. You know, and that's a weird thing too. Usually, like in high school or, or you know, some college players, they play both ways. Yeah. So you're out, you're constantly out there. Whatever that, you know, the the players, especially NFL, they everything's heated. Like yeah, they have, they have the heated socks, they right. heat everything. And then and you're off the, the field if you're jackets. not moving. You, you have those jackets, and then you sit on those heated, heated benches. Those jackets yeah. are benches. kept warm. You know, yeah. so it's it's. I can see I can see why. Um, but uh, but the fans. The when I go fans, it's like who the hell? What are, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, honestly, yeah. the cool thing was that old guy that was on the Vikings. Uh, yeah, buddy, bud, bud, blah, blah. Ah, shit, I forget his name, Garrity or something. Uh, really old dude was just wearing a, a, a golf a, shirt. A golf shirt. Yep. That is cool as hell. I mean, I'm sure as soon as he came off the field, he got his jacket back on. But like, well, you just know, show. Bud Grant. Bud Grant. Bud Grant. Do yeah. you know why? Because he was he was the one to go. He was the head coach for the Vikings for all those years or whatever like that. He said there will be no heaters on the sideline. You can't be wearing sleeves. He went and he 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 enforced that rule. He goes, "You're not here to be cold. You're here to play football." <laughs> so he didn't allow that. On, and especially You're here to die. That yeah. kind of so and, and so that would be a little hypocritical. Yeah, I was gonna say, to go out uh, there in the. In the in, in you know he was yeah he was in some like yeah. drive Nike dry fit golf shirt that was that was ludicrous yeah um, Packers Redskins you know not a bad first half real quick you before know? you move on the oh, backup yeah, yeah. was Landry Jones oh um, okay, yes. the only reason why Roethlisberger came into that game again was because Landry Landry Jones's first snap was an interception. <laughs> Coming God. off the bench, so anyway. good start, buddy. Back to you, <laughs> boy Landry. Yeah. Um, did you catch any of the Packers Redskins? Yeah, I watched that whole game. Yeah, that was a good one. I saw uh, the first half. It was a good one. Packers. I found of... myself rooting for the Redskins for some reason, and I was like, "What's wrong with?" It? I would like to see them win, but yeah. like, it's the underdog story. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, and I, I like Kirk Cousins. I just wish he didn't yeah. play for the Redskins because it's obviously in division and Giants suck. So it's like, oh, screw all the rest of the division. But like Kirk, he's easy to root for. The guy works his tail off. Yeah, um, much like an know. Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers just is so much better. He is so good, and so I love watching good. him play because he's one of those like almost almost like a Brett Favre. And it's funny how they both were the Packers. You can see they're having fun out there. Yeah. Sure, like they're deep down, they're like, "I'm getting paid to do this. This is amazing." And no know? one's no one's more fun to watch on the run than Aaron Rodgers. Dude, he does the, the cross around his magic back, happen. throws behind his body, Ridiculous. just perfect, perfect. Um, but that's exciting, you know. Obviously, a very good wild card weekend, and next weekend I think it's going to even be crazier, uh, you know, because because you said you're nervous, you know. The, I the, am the Chiefs very nervous. Can come in and you know the, they can make a twelve and zero, a twelve and zero streak. So that's um, that's pretty crazy. So what other games do we have? We obviously have the Chiefs Patriots so, on Saturday at four thirty five. Yep, and then the uh, eight fifteen game on Saturday is Green Bay against Arizona, which um, I'm rooting hard for Arizona. Uh, Green Bay is. Uh, Getting seven points, New England's getting five points. So I thought that Arizona Green Bay would actually be a little c- closer, closer than that. That yeah. spread. Um, it's also only Wednesday. You know, true. The lines will Thursday, lines will change. Friday. Um, not up to game time. I think oh, lines much. can change. I mean, you, once you put your bet in for a certain line, it stays that way. Yes, but, that's a good point. Uh, and then on Sunday, the oh. one hundred five game oh. is Seahawks Panthers, which I think is going to be the most entertaining one of the of the whole playoffs Absolutely. so far. And Carolina, they're, you know, they're giving Carolina two and a half. Or they're no Seattle's the. Seattle's the uh, if if for some reason this game was in Seattle I would take the Seahawks oh, all day oh of course Arizona, yeah. all day you can't fuck with the twelfth man no Sean what do you got well it's in Carolina and yeah two and a half points is the spread minus two and a half for wow. Carolina um, that should be very interesting to see how well the the Panthers can get after that um, just it seems like their offense is is high powered against a really good defense and the bull I don't know so it's. That really is going to be the one that's you know the most bang for your buck, I think, in terms of these games. I think New England and Kansas City should be good, but you never know. I mean, 
pitchers just could come out and just destroy them. But yeah. you know for a fact that Seattle Carolina is going to be close because even if Carolina jumps on them. Seattle has had how many second half comebacks? It's insane. Oh man! So, uh, and then obviously the four forty game um, is Pittsburgh against Denver. Which Denver's going to roll over them? Yeah, absolutely. You think? Yeah, it could be, but it could be a good game because it's NFL playoffs any given Sunday. I'm still but not convinced I'm just Peyton Manning is healthy. might not yeah. play. Antonio Brown is still in concussion protocol right now, and D'Angelo Williams isn't probably going to play. Yeah, got banged up, or maybe he'll play this week. But none of them practice today, and I don't think either any of them are going to practice tomorrow. Is what they hmm. were saying. So it is. Uh, God, I love NFL playoffs. We got another, and, be- and you know the best thing, and you said it, I think one of the first times we talked about NFL playoffs, it's. Football on Saturday, baby. Yeah. Professional, <laughs> professional football. At least for one more week. Um, but uh, yeah, because college football is over with. You know that was a really cool championship game. That you a, know that, that was, was almost just an so much man. fun. Like so much fun to watch. High scoring. Um, obviously, we're rooting for Clemson, or at least I was. Yep. I, I, yep. You know, I don't I think Saban, everyone outside of Tuscaloosa was, was yeah, yeah. rooting it's for Clemson. Big Heen was rooting for the roll tide. Yeah, he goes, oh, roll tide. Yeah, he's a roll tide guy. Um, but, you know, you can't fuck with four national championships in the last seven years with Nick Saban. That's, yeah. that, that is crazy. Which uh, You can't fuck with the recruiting class he gets every year either. Yeah, so it, it, obviously. Clemson, I mean, they're going to compete now. I mean, Clemson, sure, yeah, now. They, they have all those guys coming back. Deshaun Watson, who's just an absolute beast and really showed off that that yeah. he probably could have won the Heisman as well. I mean, Derrick Henry showed why he won the Heisman as well. What a what a giant of a man he is. He's six three, two thirty, two forty. Are you kidding? Did you see me? the picture of him and uh, <gasps> and um, Mark Hen- or Mark Ingram? Mark Ingram, yeah, unbelievable the difference in size. Yeah. How about uh, Hunter Renfro, the walk on res- quarterback? He was a quarterback that- in a in a wing. Or spread option or something like that in high school. Walk on wide receiver for Clemson, and kid catches two touchdowns within twenty seconds. Amazing in the first quarter. It's like a Julian Edelman story. Unbelievable. And drafted in the seventh round as a quarterback out of Kent State, and now he's one of the best receivers in the league. True. Um, and uh, it was a hell of a game for gamblers. Uh, spread was six and a half points. Oh man! To Alabama for uh, gamblers, not bookies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah, yeah. And I guess it hit the over. Um, I guess they didn't know it was going to go like that. But uh, it was a classic backdoor cover, which Clemson scoring that touchdown to make it forty to forty-five. Obviously, drops it to five points. Right. And I think they scored that touchdown with what twelve seconds to go or mm-hmm. something like that. So big thing for um, the gamblers out there in Vegas again, right on the money. Yeah. Uh, as they always are, it was um, he, like you said, Saban. Four and seven years, you really got to hand it to him. Interesting and, fact about this game: uh, average viewers twenty three point six million. Yeah, but that's down twenty nine percent from last last week. Is it because we're just oversaturated with really big games, or this whole playoff thing, or people trying to figure it out, or being a random game, or being on that late, you know, on the I, East Coast? I think a lot or, of it might have to do with the fact that it's on so late. I mean, dude, I because it was so entertaining. I was like, I'm not, I got to stay up for this game. But fourth quarter, man, I was fading. I think. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, screw the SEC. Of course, it's an SEC. I think there's an SEC bias for sure. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the East Coast. Uh, you know, what the, I think it ended almost at like 12. Right. Insane. It was, they didn't start the second half until 1025. Like, are you That's kidding nuts. me? You know what's crazy, though? It was still, it's still the sixth highest rated broadcast in U.S. cable history. Still. Still, it was a top 10. It's still a top ten really? broadcast. Yeah, that wow. crazy. They're only going to get bigger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah. More people. More connected. Um, and what's interesting too is now some of the games are going to be streamed, so people can you can literally get the exact numbers and and just combine it all. And does that does that no that doesn't factor into these numbers though, right? Uh, the streamers. Sort of. I'm not Nielsen wise, but um, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm trying to think in terms of advertising. Yeah, they they can. Uh, and you know how we talked about last week the. Um, how ESPN decided to have those games on the 31st, on New Year's Eve, and yep. they lost a lot of uh, ratings. They went from like 15, late up in the 15s down to like nine and a half. ESPN now owes their advertisers, advertisers $20 million in make goods. Twenty million, and they most likely got to get that in before this quarter is done. Ooh. If they don't want to keep some of this, twenty million. It was just an idiotic and working decision in traffic to have. and stuff like that. Just make goods alone. You already have stuff that's already scheduled that right. already full beginning of the year. Everything's going crazy. The car ads are insane because President's Day sales and stuff like that is insane. And not only that, you then have to pack in all this extra shit. 
twenty million dollars in made yeah. goods. Are you kidding me? And they're, and they're not going to be looking for their shit to air on overnights either. No, no, they're not. They want prime time access, man. They want those rating points. Yeah. Uh, so that wow. that I had That's a small smile about that. Just <laughs> thing of like, oh, I do not want to be in the ESPN traffic division. No. That is for sure. <laughs> um, interesting. Keeping it in uh, broadcasting and stuff like that, but non-commercial does Netflix. You know, now I. Got a Netflix account because I got a wonderful Christmas gift from this man sitting across the across the way here, and sixty dollars credit to Netflix. Nice. Um, yeah. So I've been crushing Thoughtful, crushing right? those. I, I thought uh, so. All caught up on Orange Is the New Black, which is just you know obviously that was the big cult thing. Everyone, oh we love it, it up, but you but then you go and watch it and you're like, yeah, it's actually really good. Great writing. And, I never thought yeah. I would like it, and I sat down and watched two Hilarious. episodes, and then I, next thing I knew, I was watching eighth. Yep, exactly. It's good cliffhangers. Um, you know the whole aspect. Of Women's prison. You get to yeah. see boobies once in a while. That's always right. a positive. That first scene sex. of episode one, it boom, right in front of your face. You're just like, oh. Yep. Um, what was the girl's name in that 70s Alex? show? Uh, <laughs> or, or in the show. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember. Her name in the show is Alex Voss, but I can't remember what her name is yeah, in she that had a great, show. She had a great cliffhanger with her at the end of the third season. I'm not going to say anything because I know you're not caught up. But, uh, you know. Um, oh, but, um, what's your face? Um we wow, have that just escaped me. She's like weirdly no, she's like weirdly know. hot. Uh ponder? No. Uh that's what I'm doing. Um <laughs> I'm get it before you. I'm gonna get it before you, no, Alex Voss. Laura Prepon. I knew it was Laura a P. Dude, start with an S. Oh, I thought though. you were looking for the character's no, name. No, Laura Prepon. Oh, that's what I was at, oh. at one point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you could still do I <laughs> go to I am Dibba. That's what I'm doing. Oh, oh okay. Um, she, um, yeah, she's very, she's very beautiful. She's fun to look at. Uh, but, uh, and she'll see here. She's a mother. So yeah, Orange is the New Black. I've seen a couple here and there when, when Jersey uh, Girl. Casey was watching it. And, uh, I was surprised with how well it's written. A lot of good jokes. A lot of, it's very in-depth, good layers. And I really like what they do with backstory. Donna. Donna. How can you forget Donna. Donna, the redhead. The, the way they go back in the in the past of the different inmates, and you see what how they became oh, a criminal is amazing. It, uh, and, yeah, and in some of the uh, the guards too, they go into the back end. Yeah. And there's a lot of good stories, and and I was telling Christine that 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 was one of my favorite things of it. Is it's very good. Can you st- can um the um he's just throwing me off. <laughs> I don't know. He's I, I didn't digging see for gold. Um, <laughs> Picking my nose, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's just throwing me off. I have an excess of Jesus. snot in my nose. I was wondering where his finger went. But it was... We're going to go with potato salad. Yeah, exactly. Homemade potato salad. Does it taste like potato salad, It looked John? like it. Jesus. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it's very good comedy, very good present day TV show. Like You don't even need sure. to do the flashbacks, just having the present day. But the flashback thing was good because it, right. it helps you come, oh, this is how the person got into prison. This is how the the guard became a guard. You know, So uh, definitely a good TV show. Excited. I think it comes out every other summer. So that comes out every two years? Every every summer. I'm sorry. Not every other summer. Every summer. Oh, okay. Every uh, June or July. You can't wait that long. Yeah. Um, who is your favorite character on that show? Because I have one very specific favorite character. Probably the crazy one who thought uh, Christopher. She wanted to marry Christopher, oh, the, the Italian one. one. Oh, she's my favorite because she's, she's she's a really good actress and, and she's, she's nuts. She's nuts. <laughs> yeah, she was. The, the, have you seen a lot of it? I've seen enough of it to know. Yeah. Did you see the um, when she went back into her ex's house? I think so. So she's the van driver, and whenever like, oh a, a, right, 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 yeah, yeah. So she that brings people to the scene. hospital and like that. So she has hours to kill when she's waiting for whoever to go in the hospital. She has a couple hours to kill, and she realized that her crazy this guy that she met like maybe once or twice, but and then she's all, she was like we, we were going to get married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like planning out everything and, and all that. Snuck into his house and like found the wedding dress that his and put like, it on. Put the oh, uh, I and forgot then about the, that. Put the veil on and fell asleep in the tub and then the. And like that was just a great episode. Oh, it's so it was good! Great episode. It, great way to show, show her psychosis. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then she uh, she started this other kind of thing where she would write letters out to these random people, or and it's like these like, yep. these guys have fetishes of, of and women, they'd, women prisoners. They'd come in and visit her. So he, she met this really good, uh, shorter Italian guy going back and forth. <laughs> and she's like, "I need you to do something for me," and she sent the guy and a couple of his friends to the guy's house and beat the shit out of them, like really like some Sopranos type shit. 
Um, but uh, definitely, Orange is the New Black is great. You know, talking about beating the shit and killing people, making a murderer. Now, this one's taking, you know, this, it's being talked about right now when I feel like a couple of years ago about Orange is the New Black. Everyone, everyone Every, was talking, yeah. about, talking about it. Especially about it. And now everyone's doing Making a Murderer. Stuff. Tried to watch it. The first two episodes fell asleep during both. Like, really, really was intense. It's, it's tough to watch at night. I fall yeah. asleep really a few times tough to watch at night. watching it. And you sure as fuck don't want to watch it during the, during, in, like, you know, in the morning because it'll just ruin your day. Yeah, it's right. not a good thing. You don't have any hope for humanity, any hope for the justice system. I, I binged it you on a couple of Saturdays though. and Sundays. Uh, I'm happy I live in the educated Northeast. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm yeah. very prejudiced, but uh, it's true. Um, yeah. 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 No. Um, so if no one's uh, the people who are listening, if you don't know, what making murder is is the it is a true story. It's documentary type. Um, it's episodic. Uh, it looks into the story. You're episodic. Uh, uh, you have episodes. Um, that made no sense. Um, it goes to the story of the this guy from Manitowoc County, um, Wisconsin, Stephen Avery, who was falsely accused of a rape. And assault back in. I'm the, so not a raper. In 1985, <laughs> <laughs> which had the drop, so I just did it. <laughs> uh, and turns out, like with DNA evidence, came back, and back in 2003. He was let out of jail. Um, and then it kind of goes into the story of um, kind of like how his family is throughout the in the justice system. Really, just screwed him over big time. It goes into this lady goes missing that worked for an auto trader, and she came and she's taking photos of his car that he wanted to sell because he owns this salvage yard. Stephen Avery does in the Avery family, and she goes missing, and then it seems like the cops are pinning it on him. So it does a very good job of a explaining, you know, what crim, you know, how criminals can become criminals, and then it's also how um, screwy the justice system is, and if the people in charge have a certain instance, the way that they can coerce people, the way that they can manipulate uh, cases. Um, it also, I think, does an incredible job of showing if you need to rely on public defenders and then if you don't have the money to support yourself in terms of any sort of legal um, protection, um, you're in... You're screwed. You're screwed. You're, <laughs> you're absolutely screwed. Um, also, and taking advantage, and usually when you're poor, I mean, you know, there are very smart poor people, but for the most part, not really. But you're, I get what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying is, for the most part, you're not going to be educated. You're not really going to understand how things, you know, work. And you might have street smarts. You might know how to make, you know, do whatever That's a good you point. need to yeah, do. Right. Um, but in terms of legal system, in terms of that, it showed greatly that this poor kid, Stephen Avery's nephew, this kid is. Is just dumb enough to not be retarded, but he's not retarded, so he's not able to get those sort of benefits in terms of, oh, this kid's literally retarded. He's just so stupid. He's somebody that's so and sheltered and has no sort of no life at all. Yeah. He admitted to him, or I, I don't I'll, he admitted to a murder and then was like, hey, am I going to get back for sixth period? Or Because like, uh, they took him out of school. And it's like, what? He doesn't know what disappointed meant. So he asks his mom on the phone, mom, what is, or... Not disappointed. Um, um, uh, inconsistent. Inconsistent. He yeah. doesn't know what he goes, Mom, what does inconsistent mean? And but she the goes, worst part is Oh, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're my little turkey. And just like they have the jail phone calls and it's it's sad. <laughs> I saw a thing on Instagram is uh, this making a murder drinking game. Drink every time a person from the Avery family says, yeah, is a great way to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it really isn't... Because those kind of kids, people with the lower IQs, they're manip- manipulated very easily. The police reports, you know, like even though some of those scenes from that's like, no, you don't mean to say it this. This is the way you mean to say it. Do you mean so exactly? Do you mean you never this? said anything oh, about you know about a certain way a crime was committed? Okay, so who did this? Oh, him, I guess. And he's like, you could see his. His, you know, the wheels in his head turning, the however, slowly. Yeah, the one wheel. Yeah, and with, you know, a light flickering. Um, but and it's just, it's like, are, how are you people so stupid, and how do you not know what's going on? And then it's like the public defender's like, hey, if we pull you out, we can have a good deal against him and this and that. And it's just, it was, it's, it's fascinating to see this go, the fact that this is real life, that this actually happened the, in the U.S. justice system. The part that bugged me the most about watching Brendan Dassey's whole thing happening was that scene when he was in, it looked like a classroom, but I guess it was in the courtroom, when he was sitting at that desk and the, and the lawyer was uh, the, the, the investigator for him. his public, his, the, 
his public defender, right, his investigator, right, and he's making him write down all this stuff, and he's just like, I don't know, and he's like, oh, well, write you that do, there, but you right, do you know, do Brendan. know, you write that you right do there, no. It's just like, Jesus Christ, does this guy know he's taping himself? I went to the bomb fire. Hey, it's a bonfire, kid. But oh And God. it's just you just feel so bad, and then you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll take the plea. It's like, you know what you're doing if you take a plea deal? You're, you're saying not you're guilty. guilty. You're not going to be home for WrestleMania, like you said. He's like, can you tape <laughs> yeah, yeah, WrestleMania? Yeah. I need to see it. And it's like, oh. Yeah, you can get out for WrestleMania 76. <laughs> yeah, that's... um, And apparently... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was just I was going to transition to F is for family. I, but... I just wanted to say, yeah, before we get into some more lighthearted stuff, um, apparently this, they're you know obviously it's from a lot of the stuff from the Avery people and the defense uh, is the angle, yeah, and they make out the you know Manitoba County Sheriff's Department uh, to be the bad guys and stuff like that. But apparently now that it's come out and it's become such a big thing in the zeitgeist of today that. All of a sudden, people are like, "Yeah, but they're not telling you about this evidence. You're not telling you about the fact that he stalked this woman. You're not telling you the fact that, you know, his brother was a, a, a child molester. This guy had these charges and this and that. They're very peculiar on the things that are left out. So um, once you go through, it, if you don't go through it, definitely research because it is a very interesting story. So making murder is ten episodes. Ten episodes, yeah. And, the, and then it'll be done, or it, it is the, done now. The eighth episode is where Stephen Avery's verdict comes out. Oh, and then nine and ten is kind of sort of like the aftermath. Of the verdict. All right. Well, yeah. I'll see if I can watch the rest without falling asleep. And, yeah. You know, it's, like, and if not, you can. My roommate Nate was like, I don't have the time for it, so I just researched everything and I get it now. Oh, there you go. So good old Wikipedia. Know, it's not as fun. Yeah. It is, and it, not as you know, gripping. It's but, frustrating. Yeah, but you know what? It is fun so though. Is is Bill Burr's newest creation? So good. It, so I was pissed. It was only six episodes. Come and get your How about that intro? It just like sets the. It puts in the setting. So perfect. It's like you don't have to do any sort of exploratory writing or anything like that to like set. No intro. Bang! It's in. Went to Nam. Came back. Baby, Korea. Korea. Sorry, I went to Korea. Uh, came back, you know, boom. All of a, I love how they 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 stretch his hair back and then put and his stomach out. Yeah, that's really funny. But there's a lot of you know, obviously the, the you know, like most um, animation like that, especially around a family. You see a South Park. I mean, not South Park, uh, a Family Guy or Simpsons. A Simpsons like that. Each character within the family has a really really cool dynamic character yeah or really cool to go with so like just like the you know the one daughter who loves hanging out with the two blonde idiots down the street yeah you know and getting in trouble prove to her brothers or yeah exactly or the the oldest one who's the rebel and he's the high school one of the best things (laughs) best thing you ever said voiced by justin long that guy he goes you chicken shit dildo (laughs) and then then the father goes what nothing (laughs) you chicken shit dildo um, but just great, and just then the young, the young kid Bill, you know, who's like supposed to be Bill, I guess, but Bill Burr voices the father, who it's, it's kind of centers around in his how he has to go through a tough job, and it's set in 1973. So, and there's the TV know, episode was tremendous. Oh, it was unbelievable, and it it sets up the time and and the feeling of of America in that time and how families acted towards each other and how parents acted toward their children. He's like, all right, your mother's, you know, I guess she's got a job or whatever. And he like doesn't take his mo- his wife's job seriously. Isn't and he's she... like, and you got to look after your sister. And if I, I come home and, and she's hurt or anything's wrong with you, I'm going to put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> I'm going to have people come in here and make more walls so I can put, put you, you through, through them. them. Um, and then Bill Burke came in. He's like, yeah, that was my, my dad used to say that. He goes, if we fucked up, he's like, if you mess up, I'm going to put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> and that's a perfect and it was it perfect. was fine um but not, not, obviously the family really cool dynamic you know bill burr's great character you know go, moving up the ladder at work and the the trials and tribulations of that of getting like the sports tickets Did you notice know like O'Neill in it um the fat black guy oh really he, that, he's in him. it the well, baggage handler guy. I mean, he basically he's well, drawn yeah. just like Patrice. Oh, 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 oh! I didn't know. So if it was this Bill's was in production really a while ago before Patrice had passed away. No, no, no. So who who represents the uh, the uh, the Holocaust survivor down the street that everyone thinks is a crazy Hello. Nazi? Um, remember they say like, you so, see his tattoo? It's all the it's all those numbers. Yeah, it's how many people he killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's god! Like, oh. And the guy just wants to. His wife died. He just wants someone to talk to. Yeah. And then he finally picks up the the one the older brother. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's not a Nazi? Because he sees the Star of David hanging from his car. He's like, no, guys, he's not a Nazi. 
He's a Satanist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And, and as you mentioned, it's very much in, you know, the Family Guy Simpsons. And it's got a very, the, there's a lot of, like, s- smart lines and, and, and things that aren't supposed to be, like, laugh-out-loud jokes, but they're very funny in right. the Simpsons way. Yeah. Because one of the main writers, the, the showrunner, is the guy Michael Price, who was um, a main producer for... The Simpsons for many years, from the beginning up until, you know, I think like the early 2000s or something like that. So I think a lot of people were like, ooh, this could be good. It's not just going to be this like weird animations or whatever from Bill Burr's mind, but it's going to have good direction. And it did. And it is very surprising that um, it was only six. I, I hope that it gets, I mean, it should. It absolutely should. Right? I mean, I've heard nothing but positive feedback. Um, how about the, uh, when uh, they go to a football game sitting in those the seats. corporate seats yeah corporate seats and then he makes his kid go to the bathroom alone the trough and he and like the, and like the shadow on his face yeah 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 <laughs> and burr was like yeah that's that's Fenway Park right there. Oh, that was me a, when I was a kid oh, Fenway the Park. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god. Like, so there was a lot of I highly highly recommend it and uh, I, I mean that's probably the best one that i've seen on netflix um absolutely there are other i mean in terms of comedy if we're going to stay in comedy there is um a great great stand-up uh tom segura his new one mostly stories just came out last week so uh i I definitely recommend that if you need any stand-up for sure that so well you know what next episode we'll get into some more some stand-up and that type of stuff and i think we should also get into bruins and celtics next next uh next week too for sure a little catch up there um good conversation today yeah definitely with what the fuck obviously uh f is for family great show you know obviously some good netflix stuff we'll talk some more about that um but uh you know i think we can get into our staple Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of WTF news, the stories that make you say, What the f***? WTF, mate. What the f***? This is WADD Talk Radio's wild world of What the f***? All right, so last week I was in uh, it, uh, was I was in India, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so the, I'm going to keep it in the uh, the Asian continent. And okay. Go, go over to Asia. Uh, keeping in Asia here. Um, the headline is teenagers' stomach pains turns out to be a parasitic twin with teeth, hair, and bones. And now I saw a picture Say of it. What? Uh, usually, you know, we would say, "Hey, let's we're going to tweet out a picture." That we're not tweeting out this picture. Go go look at it if you want to go look at it. I, okay. I, I saw it once. That's about it. Uh, the uh, Indian Indian teenager was rushed to a hospital with chronic stomach pains, um, only to discover that he had two point five kilogram, which I don't know math into, into pounds, but I'm, I'm assuming it's pretty big. Uh, twin living inside him. It's only eighteen year old guy. Um, it's uh, from the state of Uttar Pradesh. It's in northern India. Um, only about uh, two hundred people um, in the world have ever had this diagnosed. It's called a fetus in fetu or something like that. A rare condition where one twin is absorbed by the other through the umbilical cord mm. during early pregnancy, but continues to live inside. Um, so that that's definitely really really crazy. Um, you know, he would vomit, he had weight loss. You know, it, but he always just kind of chalked it up to you know just bad health. He wasn't a healthy kid. Um, but all of a sudden, his stomach grew and grew and grew, and then you know he was having a lot of issues, and they pulled this fucking thing straight from a horror movie out of his fucking That's stomach. That's straight up horror movie it, shit. It just it was hair and teeth, a poorly oh, developed head, God. bony now, now structure. I kind of want to see it. Chest and spine <laughs> with lots of yellowish amniotic like fluid in the sack. And brushing like, teeth in how long? I hope you guys already ate and everything, Dad. Oh, don't you? Dad, I hope you already ate breakfast after you, after you read this. Uh, Look just this. like your egg. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously, everyone was relieved after this evil was finally gone. Um, you know, it's pretty crazy, it, and it definitely makes you say, "What the fuck?" Oh, true. What the fuck? My uh, what the fuck story comes from us uh, in good old jolly old England. Uh, there was a, there is a twenty one year old bartender over there that um, as a teenager he was just sixteen. This man Lewis Flint from Grimsby got an ink of Henry the Hoover. Um, uh, do you know you know who he is? It's is it a vacuum cleaner. It's, so it's he it's like a round top uh, you know kind of a bucket vacuum cleaner uh it is uh very popular in britain as a thing uh it has two eyes above and then the sucking thing is where the mouth is and it kind of comes out well he decided to have this the 
eyes tattooed uh, just above his pelvic region. <laughs> so the hose is his penis. And as a 16-year-old, uh, he got a lot of attention on it, a lot of hero. Uh, a local hero, they it, said. Right? Definitely got laid. Um, now, as a 21-year-old, he's um, it's haunting him because he can't get... He can't, you know, get any good ladies with it. One girl recently, and I liked her, and things were going well until we got naked. She saw it, and she said, what's that? I am off. His mother didn't approve. She thought that girl was a real keeper. Oh, you're surprised you can't find a keeper because you have a humongous red Henry the Hoover Is there tattoo a picture of it? on your dick. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah, if you go down, you can kind of see. I mean, they don't really show it. Oh, and my Because of God. the region where it's at, it's extremely sensitive for him to even get it removed. So he's uh, in quite a quandary, but uh, yeah, that's a real, real what the fuck, bro? Where, what were you thinking? I yeah. mean, I know you're 16, you're dumb, but to be like, yeah, no, I'm going for it. Like, what the fuck? You know, it seems like it it, it served his purpose. He would he got it for the reason to be funny for a couple of years. But you're right, especially a lot of people who get tattoos like that. You don't think long term. You know, you think the next couple of years. And anyone you know, that's gonna be attracted find to that someone. at this point in time when he gets older is not gonna be someone that he's gonna want to be with for the rest of his he'll life he'll find someone that's just like really into cleaning or something you know and they'll just love it you know and, and you know good for him I guess whatever but yeah definitely what the fuck so uh my what the fuck story this week and I talked to you earlier about it uh so famously Antonio Cromartie who is a uh, New York Jets all pro cornerback very good football player made lots of money Lots of that money going to child support because he's had 10 kids uh, with several different women over over the past uh, uh, seven or eight years uh, while he's been in the Pull league. Pull out, Crow. Pull out. So he reportedly underwent a vasectomy in 2011. However, he is now expecting twins with his wife. What the fuck? Can that even happen? It's not supposed to be able to happen. Right. So either he didn't get it and didn't tell her, or they messed up the medical procedure, <laughs> or something. But you know, this guy just needs to learn how to pull out. You know what things? You know what it reminds me of this. You know when you, you uh, use your garden hose and you like you spray all your plants or like that, and then you and then you you shut it off. Yeah. You know, there's still water in the hose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure from 2011 till now, he got a lot out of the hose. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if he already had that many kids. He I got mean, a lot out of them hoes. Oh, Jesus. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's just shit for women. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, cl- clearly he has a lot of sex uh, if he already has that many kids. Sure. So that's strange. Yeah, so he's expecting. Or his wife is, or whoever. I don't, is it his wife? It's his wife. They've been married for seven years now. Or they're parents to three kids already. She did a little they're, something in the away game or something, you know, when he was in the away game. Right. Who knows, though? Exactly. So uh, that, uh, if I had supposedly had a vasectomy and then my wife got pregnant, I'd be bullshit. Yes. But, makes, yeah. Um, that that story doesn't deserve a what the fuck. That des- that story deserves this sound that we recorded before no. yes. before we went this on the air today. Yes. We were jamming out to Fire on High from Electric Light Orchestra, and Pat. Well, how did we get somehow? To it? Because we were listening to some David Bowie. Yes, yeah. but we'll get to some David Bowie on the way out of the show. Oh, okay. But uh, we were listening to Fire on High from ELO, and Pat somehow, and without squeezing his balls, because I was watching to make sure he wasn't. I didn't even really know we were recording, to be honest. I had no idea we were recording. Because I knew I could I hear either. myself in my headphones, so I was trying to see. So, so oh, oh, this a, is a little bit awesome. further back into the backstory, we were, <laughs> we, were te- we were texting out some new equipment tonight. We're using a new mixer. We're using all new stuff. House Heen's got a static We have a whole setup. new setup now. I don't have to drag it with me, and it's glorious. Um, so I was testing, recording, and, and whatnot, uh, all levels and audio sounds and, and, and all that fun stuff. And I just happened to be recording this part uh, from Fire on high Christ. from ELO oh, where God. Pat crushed it, oh, crushed it, nailed the notes. Take a listen. Oh, no. oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that is... Awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Nice job, buddy. You guys could see how red Bill's face is right oh now. Oh, my it's God. Amazing. I do love me some electric leg orchestra, though. Oh, how can I you do, not? I do. I do. Fire and High is great. Telephone Line, another great one. So good. But uh, let's, Ian, let's get out of here. 
Yeah, let's let's do it. You know, R.I.P. Lemmy, R.I.P. David uh, David Bowie. Obviously, two huge musical people uh, we lost. But you know what? We got their music forever, though. That we do. That we do. Episode fifty. Are you fucking kidding me? Woo-hoo! As always, you can uh, find me on Twitter at at Have You Seen Heen. Sorry, I'm just letting it dance right now. <laughs> Classic radio. You can find me at uh, Bill Neville NAI. Pat, where can we find you? Heener's Wiener, baby. And you can find us as a whole at WADD Talk Radio. You can find us at Facebook.com slash WADD Talk Radio. As Pat always likes to say, get at us. And Sean, when will we see everybody again? Next Wednesday. Yeah.